only real way to success in our online businesses as Christian mompreneurs is through obedience to our business calling. He has called us to this path and has given us our unique guide to success through our spiritual and leadership gifting. I'm Jennifer Emanuel, 20 plus year solopreneur veteran. I started my journey excited and hopeful and the next thing I knew I was white knuckled, frustrated and stressed. Instead of trying to control our outcomes with hustle, grind and self-help, join me as I clear the path of chaos, confusion and misalignment so we can finally enjoy our journey. Whether you're creating a business in network marketing as a homeschooler or a homestead mama or fresh out of corporate America, let's get you realigned with God's voice and get you back to the path of your business calling. Hey, it's Jen. Welcome back to Your Business Calling. I'm excited to be here with you this week and we're going to be continuing on this season's focus on uh, being distracted. So this year, we're going to be talking about how we can help you make more money in the time that you've allotted allotted for your business, your online business. Um, And as Christian mompreneurs, uh, would you not agree that that would be great to increase your income, uh, even if um, you're not increasing your hours? And so this season is completely dedicated toward being distracted. And this week, we're going to be covering the distraction of comparison. Um, And that was probably one of the very first things I learned in the direct selling industry when I was starting to build my business with the direct selling company. Um, I remember one of the very first things that I've heard uh, as far as some of their in general training was uh, that the comparison is the thief of all joy. And would you not agree? <laughs> would you not agree that? Uh, if you're having a bad day, kind of analyze your thoughts and did it get started in the idea of comparing yourself to somebody else. So today I'm going to have a little story. We're going to talk a little bit about three things that you can do to help eliminate the distraction of comparison and get yourself back on the right path. And then at the end, I'm going to talk to you about some uh, resources that I'm going to have in the show notes so that you can have that. But as we start every podcast, I love to say hello to those people that have joined us from new locations all around the world. And so I'm popping into my webpage here to see the locations. All right, I think that this is a new city from last time, Grove City, Ohio. Welcome, Ohio. It's great to have you. Uh, also, I think this one's new too, Severn, Maryland. And of our um, downloads last week, everybody was in America. So we have been... Um, We've been clicked on all over the world, and uh, we're excited to continue to spread the news. So if you find this information valuable, different, encouraging, you know, just not like anything else that's out there, I really feel like um, we're putting together some some support that's biblically sound, uh, and I'm excited to bring you this week's information. So um, tell a friend. Tell a friend. You can easily share podcasts regardless of what you're um, downloading your podcasts on, uh, and feel free to click on the little link there and uh, leave leave a, a, a rating and leave a message. Uh, maybe even leave a question. I believe that I in the show notes, I have a link. Yes, I have a link where you can actually submit questions, comments, um, those, those types of things right there so that we can communicate that way. So let's get started with the uh, distraction of comparison. So I had mentioned that when I got started in direct sales, uh, that was one of the things they first taught us was that comparison is the thief of all joy. You get a bunch of women working together. <laughs> this is not the first time I worked with all, only women, but um, sometimes it can be a little bit dicey. Uh, a comparison is one of those things that I believe starts really young. Uh, one of those things that the enemy 
lies to us about when we're very, very young. And since we're in the business world, we see it not only in our everyday world, but also in business. And I think that sometimes it's a tool that some people use to actually sell their products. Uh, You might hear things like, you deserve this. This is the answer. I found the secret. All of the things that are comparing you to where other people are in their journey. The Comparison distraction is almost like the introduction to subsequent distractions. It's kind of like the doorway. You start at the doorway of comparison and it leads you down all kinds of, it definitely takes you off the path that you're supposed to be following, right? The, I should have that. Uh, that's one thing that gets you off the path. The, it's normal that, you know, what you're seeing with other people happens. So it's not happening to me. So I'm not normal. The fear of missing out, that's a big fear that is uh, connected with comparison. Uh, The fear of not enough. That person has more than me. And just the very bottom line fear of, uh, if I don't have that, you know, they have something I don't have. And if I can't get that, then I don't have, I don't have what I need to survive. So you can definitely see how comparison is... (laughs) Is the doorway to all kinds of things that bring you down uh, pretty quickly, right? So I mentioned that it starts really young, the idea of comparison. And, and we definitely need the skill of comparing uh, to survive in the world. We, you know, we need to compare, is a, that light green or is it red? <laughs> is, it, uh, is it sunny skies? And we're going to compare with the black skies and lightning. Let's compare which one is easier to be out in. So there's... The rationale behind comparison is important to survive. When we start comparing ourselves with other people in other situations, I think that's where it starts to go downhill. So my story is that I remember being really young. Oh, I was probably maybe eight or nine. And I remember being in my bathroom and I had on, this is probably early 80s. And I had on uh, an outfit I really liked. It was I was comfortable in it. Um, I think it was corduroys because it was it must have been in the winter. Uh, corduroys and a turtleneck shirt. And I remember thinking that this outfit, even though I liked it, was not really like what the quote unquote popular people wore at school. Now I my elementary school. It's not like I was in a uh, a fancy big city. I was in a tiny town. In Illinois, probably most of the people, their families were probably farmers or um, maybe warehouse workers or it, it, there was not a whole lot of business <laughs> besides like schools or, or that kind of a thing. It wasn't a metropolis by any means. Yeah, the enemy starts early with us comparing ourselves to other people, trying to navigate our way through life. And, you know, this is what they do. I don't do that. They seem to have it all together. I must not. And I remember saying to myself, well, I like this outfit. It's comfortable. And I literally I literally said to myself, I don't care if it's not popular. I don't care. This isn't going to bother me anymore. Now, I wish that that would have stuck because I had a, the normal growing up experience that probably you did in that comparison stuck with me all the way for for many decades. And, you know, it's still normal to experience on it every day. But I, I just remember having that realization, that cognitive function of, I like this. This is not what other people usually like. There must be something wrong with me. Oh, well. And so as I was writing today's three things to do to eliminate the distraction of comparison, I thought, well, goodness, like what, what kind of a situation would we have to be in to not be tempted by the distraction of comparison? And I thought, well, first of all, there couldn't be any people around. Okay, so that would put us in, a, in the woods or in the desert 
um, something without any people. But then you also would have to eliminate the idea that there was ever anybody besides you. Like you couldn't, it would have to be like you grew up out there. Like you didn't know of other people or other places or other things. All you knew was just the present where you were. But then I thought, well, wait a second. There might not be people, but then you're going to start to compare yourself to the animals. <laughs> well, they have dinner. Why don't I? Kind of a thing, right? And I thought, well, really? You're, you're going to have to deal with it. And the distraction of it taking you away from the path that God's asked you to walk, unless you were in a vacuum. Unless, I mean, unless you were in heaven already. Like, it, unless sin was no, not around, right? And so since that is not an option, and we have so many things coming at us as business owners and wanting to do things uh, in our business that aligns us, keeps us aligned with God, the confirmation, the clarity, and the confidence of the Answering the Call program, what can we do to Probably not eliminate the distraction of comparison, but how about eliminate it for this moment? <laughs> moment by moment. But I'm going to talk about this as if it's if we're going through just a normal day. The first thing that we can do to eliminate the distraction of comparison is, number one, know God, have that great relationship with God, and you can hear his voice. Okay, so the underlying idea of our whole podcast, my whole program, the, the, the thing that I, the, what is it? The soapbox that I continue to get on is, are you spending enough time with God? Do you know him enough through his word and through, um, spending time with him that you know his voice different from any other shepherd that's out there, the shepherd of, um, being successful, the shepherd of materialism, the shepherd of comparison, the shepherd, all those other shepherds that are trying to get your, um, focus. Do you know the Lord's voice? He is your shepherd. Okay, number two. So, you know, you have your time with him in the morning. You're you're building the relationship and you're moving on throughout your day. And wouldn't you know it, it's probably as soon as you stand up from the couch, <laughs> you're going to be hit with something, right? All right, so why not create some kind of a system in your day that helps you kind of check back in with him? Since he's leading your day, since he is in charge of your day, since he is bringing you through your day, why not do something maybe once an hour, set your phone, set your watch, um, something to buzz to bring you back to him and kind of check in with him. It's like when you were learning, um, when you were learning how to um, build trust with your parents as you were growing up. And yes, you could go out with your friends, but you need to check in. You need to check in once an hour, you need to check in, you know, check in after the movie, that kind of a thing. Okay. So this is like you're checking in. You're realigning yourself. You're getting back on the path several times throughout the day. So number one is, of course, starting where we always start, that relationship with that you have with the Lord. Number two, be about his work. You're bringing it back to him in regular intervals. Okay, I think that that will um, bring us to number three, which is, you know, between intervals of checking in, if you catch yourself starting to stray off the path. So that feeling that you get when you're jealous or when you're panicked or um, when you're down, catch yourself in that. And I don't want you to be hard on yourself on this. This is this is just something that's going to happen. It's just part of life to expect this. And so what I want you to do is tell yourself, you know what, whatever that is that's pulling you off distraction, whether it be somebody's car, somebody's further along in their business, somebody's has what seems like greener grass on their side of the fence. This is what I want you to say to yourself. That's none of my business. That's none of my business. And you don't have to be mean to yourself. Just kind of say, you know what? I started to feel that 
paying inside. And you know what? That's none of my business. I'm about my father's business. I'm not about the person that owns that big house. I'm not about the person that, um, you know, launched a program and makes $300,000 a month. I'm not about all of that. Okay. God has us in our own journey and that is what we're here to do, to do it well. And you know what? While you're there, why not thank him for showing you that you were slipping off the path? As I was having this thought, uh, something came into my brain about, I was reading a book with my son last night. It's called The Castle in the Attic by Elizabeth Winthrop. And part of it, the boy was with a knight and they were walking through a forest. And the knight was in front of the boy on the path, but you couldn't see the exact path because the forest was so dense. And so as they were walking through the forest, the only way they could tell if they were on the path is if they looked at their feet and they could tell that they were on the path. And wouldn't you know it, there were illusions. There were things that popped up that tried to pull them off the path. The boy thought he heard water and he was so thirsty and so he started to go off the path to follow the water. And the knight says, plug your ears. This is this is a distraction. This is not the truth. If you go over there, the water will disappear and then you'll be off the path lost. Okay, and then there was another thing. There were um, there was another thing that almost pulled the boy off the path. And the knight said, "Hold on to me and close your eyes." So this this knight was being a shepherd, and um, at where I am in the book, the boy obeyed what the shepherd or what the leader, our God, has asked us to do, and has warned us. These are going to these are just things that you know will distract us. We're on the path. We're moving in the right direction. We're working with faith, and you probably will hear this or see this or whatever sense. <laughs> It's going to be distracting to you. Um, Know that that's going to happen, but just stay on the path. Now, the story continues. I'm not finished with the story yet, but the story continues where the knight sees his beloved horse that he has lost in the first part of the book. And he is so um, riddled with just astonishment that he runs off the path. And right away, the boy lost, lost him like he couldn't find him. And he wanted to go off the path to find his friend, but he remembered what his friend told him to stay on the path. And eventually he gets out of the forest. Uh, And where I am in the book right now, I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen with the night. But that part of the book was so appropriate for this, that our job to stay on this path of our business calling that he's asked us to do and to keep that, number one, that relationship with him so that we can hear his voice. Number two, remind ourselves, he's in charge, he's in charge. Keep our mind on him. Keep our eyes on the path. Don't don't stray. You know there's going to be things that want to pull you off. Stay on the path. But if you catch yourself off the path, you know that you can easily get back on. And number three was tell yourself, you know what? That's none of my business. That's not here for me to be distracted by. Um, and thank him for showing you that you were slipping back off the path and do your little hop back on onto that path. So we talk a lot about um, hearing from God and growing your business in a way that feels great to your soul. And I figured that you may want to know a little bit about what it is that I offer when I'm talking about going from um, chaos to confirmation and confusion to clarity and self-consciousness to a confidence and growing your online business. Well, I have a workshop that you can actually download for free. The information for that is in 
uh, the the show notes. And it's about 30, 45 minutes workshop that I did. It was live. And um, when you go ahead and you just put your email address in the little link, you click on the link, put your email address in it, you will get immediate access to the um the workshop, it's a video, and you'll also, in your email, get a workbook that goes with it. And uh, that'll give you just a little bit of a taste of what it's like to work with me and to hear me teach a little bit differently. And if you're used to just see, hearing me on the podcast, you actually get to <laughs> you actually get to see me um, in real person in real life. So I um, I hope that this short um, time together today has really helped with the knowledge that this is going to continue to happen through your walk with God, especially while you're doing something big for him, um, growing your online business, but to know that we can simply recognize what's going on and get back on the path with God um, to continue on down. So uh, let's wrap up today with some prayer, a prayer, okay? So Heavenly Father, thank you so much for our time together today. Thank you for calling attention to something that easily distracts us many times throughout our days. Help us to use the realization that we can easily get out of the trap by saying something as simple as, that's none of my business, and turning back toward you as our leader. Thank you for the opportunity to touch lives through the business that you are helping us grow. Help us to get in reach Get in con- help us to move toward those who you have assigned to us to take care of them with the information that you've given us to make a difference in their lives for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, next week we are going to continue on with uh, distraction. So be sure you share the podcast with your friends. Be sure that you have it in your calendar. We drop on Friday mornings. And then um, you'll also get a reminder email with some other good resources. Oh, I forgot. Um, the, the resource that I'm giving you today um, is um, 100 things that, this is from openbible.info. It's 100 Bible verses about comparing ourselves to others. What? Okay, second Corinthians. Let's do, just do a couple here. Second, second Corinthians ten twelve. Not that we dare to classify or compare ourselves with some of those who are commending themselves, but when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding. Galatians one ten. For I am now seeking the approval of man or of God, or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. This, these are so good. A hundred of them. Can you? you believe it 100 of them that's gonna be in the show notes and we will see you next week for more on distraction and have a great one bye-bye